Welcome to All Things Purity. I'm Germany. And I'm Eileen. And we, we are the Dynamic Duo. Hi, guys. <laughs> We're finally back. Yes. We missed last week's episode, but we are back and we are stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. Amen. Moving forward. In today's episode, we are going to be comparing love versus lust. Mm-hmm. If you didn't already tune into the previous episode we recorded, that's what we were talking about and answering the question, is attraction a sin? And comparing it attraction to lust but in this episode we're going to be comparing love to lust yes so let's open up in prayer lord thank you so much for just allowing us to even be here right now recording this episode father i'm praying also for the people who are tuning in and listening in or watching on youtube father that they may be touched by this episode that they can feel encouraged lord by you and just by everyone around us father i'm praying that you bless this episode allow us to pull through and whatever it is that you want us to say father may be the holy spirit speaking within eileen and myself father i love you so much and i'm praying this in jesus mightiest name amen so we wanted to uh, start off with First uh, Corinthians thirteen four through eight. I know that we've used the scripture before, but we feel it's very relatable. So it reads: Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor other others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah, so we wanted to start off with that scripture because it just shows the definition, basically, of love and what exactly does it look like. Mm -hmm. And then we also had two other scriptures that we wanted to share. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is more so what we believe really is the definition of love and that unconditional love that I know we all seek Mm -hmm. everywhere and in in different things and people and we just don't find it. And that's uh, the only true love is in God. God is love. So we have two scriptures. The first one is John 3. 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And the second scripture is Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so I mean, the reason why we wanted to compare love with lust is because sometimes it can be confused between the two and along with these scriptures we wanted to compare so love is sacrificial yes lust is self-centered love gives while lust takes love inspires guides and leads correctly but lust is based on pain so Mm. with lust you are right you're (laughs) you're imposing your hurt your pain on someone else and you're just trying to find an outlet trying to satisfy your flesh in any way regardless of 
it hurting the other person involved or even hurting yourself. And going back to love is sacrificial, I mean, again, that's why we use those pre previous scriptures. What more sacrifice than Jesus dying on the cross for us, right? Yeah. And Man, <laughs> it's just when you know Jesus' love for you, when you actually experience it, you'll be able to tell the difference. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to tell when someone genuinely loves you and is mm -hmm. sacrificing themselves for you and they genuinely want to give up their flesh, yes. right? Versus someone who doesn't really care. They're just trying to satisfy their flesh. They're not caring about sacrificing themselves for anyone. And all they want is to seek satisfaction and validation and validation in others in others in themselves and there's a lot of self-centeredness around it if you see that anyone around you is not sacrificing themselves for you but they say that they love you it's kind of hard to believe mm -hmm. because you the way for us to be able to believe someone who actually tr truly loves us is in their actions their actions not by what they say right because mm -hmm. anyway you know, anybody can uh, just say what they want. You know, you can have that charm. Um, but then do your actions match? And most of all, again, love is sacrificial, like Germany said. And, you know, are you willing to, to have that kind of love and give that kind of love to God? Are you even thinking about God when you're engaging in sexual immorality? Mm. You know, that's something to... To ponder about because you might hurt yourself and others involved but the one who you're truly hurting above all is god and you're also risking your own salvation at this point so we wanted to quote some scripture in luke 9 verse 23 that says whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me so what does that mean He's referring to our sinful nature. Right. But I feel like a lot of times we just think that it's we're dying our, our, to ourselves completely as in even the good parts of us. Mm -hmm. And we are not called by God to die to the good parts of who we are. God never asks us to die to the healthy desires and pleasures of life. And one of those things is love. So God doesn't call us to deny ourselves if we're loving people. Mm -hmm. He's calling mm -hmm. us to deny ourselves if we're lusting after people. So just yes. knowing the difference that if there's healthy parts in you, don't let that go because yep. you think that, you know, that it's going to, that it's not a healthy part of you, but rather acknowledging it and realizing that God wants you to hold on to those desires. God wants you to hold on to your feelings. He just wants you to be able to steer that in a direction which honors him rather than doing it from a very selfish and fleshly point of view. Yes, very well summarized. And we also got that content uh, from Emotionally Healthy Spiritually by Peter Scazzaro as well. Um, we also have Discipline and Justice. Which is not found in lust, for sure. Um, we need to take full obedience. It takes full obedience, really, to um, have the love of Jesus and to express it in that way to him and to others. Um, we also want to acknowledge, again, that God did create us human beings 
to feel a whole wider range of emotions. Mm -hmm. um, that could be anger, sadness, fear, love, you know, disgust, shame, all of the above. And I feel like um, all of these feelings could be felt either uh, in love or and in lust, right? Um, you can feel some of that sadness and anger and the pain um, and disgust uh, when you love someone and they've betrayed you, you know, but we want to have the heart of Jesus. We want to remember the study of the cross, which definitely has been helpful to me. Mm. Um, and when I'm feeling like that, I just remember that Jesus experienced so much mm. betrayal. Mm -hmm. I mean, from his own friends, from his own disciples, from his own people. And so if he was able to forgive them, then who am I to not? forgive. Um, and then in lust, you know, you can experience those feelings of shame, of guilt, and disgust as well. Mm. Um, but it is important to truly repent, like not just say, I'm sorry, you know, not just like just words, empty words, but, you know, especially if you're using God's name in vain mm. and claiming that, you know, you're doing this for God and whatnot. And then not following through, mm. um, you know, that's that's what comes to heart right now. The Holy Spirit is revealing to me. It's just we have to be honest with, with our Father. And at the end of the day, God knows what's in our hearts. He knows what's in our thoughts. I mean, we can't fool him. We might be able to fool everyone else and fool ourselves even. Um, but we can't fool God. Yeah. Mm. So. God cannot be mocked. No matter how hard it is, we can try to fool, like Aileen said, we'll fool anyone. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But we can't fool God. And mm -hmm. God has a way of letting those who are being, who are making, who are, who are being seen as fools find out. Like God, oh, God, God is, show God us. shows and reveals <laughs> things because he's a God of justice and he doesn't want any of us to hurt. So it's like, a lot of times, lust comes out of hurt and pain that someone has experienced in the past, and they just don't know how to deal with it in a healthy way, and it just comes out as lust. And it's easy to just say, oh, just blame our flesh. Well, that's who I am. That's that's who God created me to be, but not take responsibility and realizing that you can change that, yes. that if you ask God, God, how do I turn this lust mm -hmm. into love? How can I healthily love people, view people from the lens of love, the lens of that Jesus would, would use rather than my flesh, rather than the way that I want to approach people? It's learning. It's really, again, it's sacrificial. So it's learning how someone else deserves to be loved, how to love them in the right way. What does love even mean? If you're not even aware of it, how can I compare the two? How can I remove those lustful desires? And how can I genuinely love that all comes through asking God to help you in the process. And we talked about this yes. in the previous yes. episode, how if you really want to repent, if you really want to live a healthy, godly life, mm -hmm. just ask God. Mm -hmm. Pray to him. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheart like genuinely mean it. Don't just pray and not mean it. Not because if, you, if your actions are not aligning with your prayers, there's going to be a disconnect there. God is, God can't help you if you don't want to help yourself. Yes. And that start, it starts with you. 
And we're touching on this because we just think it's so important to realize that it mm-hmm. all stems from like the core, the core. If you don't take care of what's in your heart, you're going to continue having these lustful thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, lustful conversations and interactions and everything you do will revolve around what do I want to do? You know, you're not going to feel any sense of respect towards people or care for anyone. So it all stems from the core and love. Once you actually start to fix those parts within you and heal whatever is broken within you, then you can genuinely love someone the way that they deserve to be loved. And mm-hmm. that all, again, it's all back to being sacrificial. Like, what are you willing to sacrifice yourself for someone else? Or are you willing to remain in that self-centeredness? I wanted to uh, add what comes to mind right now is let go and let God. Mm. And I know that at least for me, that's very challenging sometimes. Mm. Um, You know, especially when it comes to like surrendering and heartbreaks and things like that. But the honest truth is that we are not in control, even though we love to believe sometimes Mm. that we are, we're not. (laughs) Um, And it's just a humble reminder that we're not in control. God is in control above everything. And, um, you know, there is, there is room Still, for God to forgive us, you know, Mm. for our sins, he always does. He's so gracious. I mean, it's amazing. And there is room for redemption. Mm. But again, like Germany says, it has to come from the most deepest part of your heart, of your spirit, of your soul, you know, just of everything. You have to give it all to God, like place it on his feet and just allow yourself, yourself to to be restored. Um, also, love is, you know, accepting the truth, trusting, devotion, and adoration, adoration for God. You know, and without these things, um, you can't really love yourself, mm-hmm. let alone anyone else. Mm. You know, if you can't love God... You can't love yourself and you can't love others. So it's it's a it's a learning curve, but there's hope, right? Mm-hmm. I always love um my go-to scripture, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, uh, which uh talks about that um God is, you know, basically God is not here to hurt us, but he wants to give us hope in the future. You know, and um, that's something that I hold on to very strongly. Um, I paraphrase the scripture, but um, I find it's uh, it's just so inspiring to know that even through the hard times, you know, he says that, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future, right? Then w- you will call on me. And come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you mm. seek me with all your what? Your heart. So, you know, I think that summarizes what Jeremy and I have been saying um, in regards to love versus lust. And I know it's not it's not easy because, you know, we're human beings, we have all these emotions which God has given us and has allowed us to experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But we chose 
to be Christian. Mm-hmm. We chose to make Jesus Lord, you know, of our lives and our Savior. And we may stumble, but we need to get. We need to make it right with God. Like mm. we need to make it right with God, and we need to also make it right with all of those that we've hurt. And I think the scripture was like perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's perfect, you know. Oh, if your if your heart is not there, there's no. Well, ask yourself where exactly your heart is, right? Yep. Be honest with yourself, even if it may hurt, even if it's not where you want it to be. And then you will be able to analyze and explain. And there will be an explanation as to why you're acting the way you are. Sometimes we think like, but I don't know. I'm not doing anything. Like, why is it not working? Why do I still lust after people? Why can I not just look at a woman, just look at a man and like just appreciate them? But why does it have to go further? Why Why do I, why can I not control myself? Why don't I have that self-control to say No. To genuinely follow my core convictions is because your heart may not be where you think it is. Yeah, well, you may be trying to cover covering it up, and like you may be blinded and thinking like, oh, maybe maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it is true. My heart maybe it's with God, but deep down it's not. Because if it were, then that would show on the exterior. Yeah. And again, it's not to say that no one sins, no one falls into right. sin, right. but there's a difference between sinning. And living a life of sin. Living a life of sin is something that you're constantly doing. Your life, that's what your life revolves around. But mm-hmm. sinning every so often or whatever, you know, like you fall once and get back up. Yeah. That's okay. You know, whatever. It is what it is. It happens. But if you're consistently doing it, then at this point, you're, it's not a mistake. You're consciously agreeing to living this lifestyle. And with love, you will just see like how much more you're willing to sacrifice. Again, it all goes back to sacrifice. And, I, and I'm sorry if, if it's being redundant, but it is what it is. Jesus sacrificed himself for us wholeheartedly. He sacrificed his whole body, his whole being, his whole soul for us. How much more are even we willing we to do? Even though we don't deserve it. Right, right, even though we don't deserve it. So it's like we need to put ourselves in, we need to see ourselves in that lens and ask ourselves like, hmm, Am I truly willing to sacrifice? And it's not at first. It's not going to come easy. Right. Your flesh is not going to want to. It's going to take some time. You're not going to want to at first. You're going to feel like, why am I doing this? But then once you get the hang of it, and it actually starts to come from you genuinely wanting to do this, Mm -hmm. then it becomes easier, and your heart becomes transformed, and you just start to soften up. You know, for for those around you and you for yourself, for Jesus. And also with that, you know, we all know in the word it says sin leads to death, Mm -hmm. right? And so you might think sometimes or we might think sometimes like, oh, it's just a lustful thought, you know. Mm -hmm. But then that can spiral so quickly when you find yourself digging deep, deep, deep down in the darkness where now you've acted on this lustful desire. Um, you, you know, you've engaged in sexual immorality. You've hurt God. You've hurt yourself. You've hurt others involved. And it's just like you're in a dark pit. Mm-hmm. And if you're being deceitful about it, even worse. And now you're lying about it. Mm-hmm. And so basically it's like a whole spiral of all these sins now combined together. Now you're just lost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for anyone who's experiencing that right now, 
I just want to say that, you know, we pray for you. We pray for you. We know that Satan loves to get us away from God. But in Jesus' name, we rebuke Satan. Mm -hmm. And we know that there will be and can be restoration. And, um, you know, God still loves us no matter what. But we just need to get right with God. Mm-hmm. We need to get right with God and do and do good by Him. And um, you know, just like Germany said, love is sacrificial, and sometimes it's it's not going to be easy. And another thing is, in 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 the concept of love being sacrificial, right? We need to learn about ourselves. Like we need to be self aware. Mm-hmm. Like. If you know that a certain environment is going to be triggering to you, you know, then remove that. Remove all temptations. Temptation is always going to be there. But if you know that there are certain things that will cause you to more easily sin, whether it's alcohol, whether it's going to a club, whatever the case may be, watching certain shows or listening to certain music, whatever, being around women, being around men, you know, we we need to really, truly learn to know ourselves and what are our triggers. Mm. And if you really, truly love God, then you will sacrifice those those things that are triggering to you and flee from them. Just flee. Mm-hmm. Flee away from that sin. And another thing is it's important to have accountability partners, right? You need someone to hold you accountable and sometimes more than one person and that's okay. That's okay. You know, at the end of the day, um, God did place people here on earth to help us out. And again, I'll pray this again to all of those in leadership. I pray, Father God, that, you know, you, Holy Spirit, speak through them mm-hmm. and that you can be empathetic and encouraging and uplifting and just help us, help us and, and not condemn us, Father God. I mean, this episode is going to be a very short one it was it's a part two to the previous episode and we just feel honestly god putting in our heart like the main thing that you should take away from this episode is have your personal relationship with jesus don't take our word for it whatever we say you know our opinion cool you know it is what it is but most importantly the opinion that you need to to take into consideration it's god's his word is really what matters most. Whatever he tells us in his word is what you should be following. If you're praying to him and he's revealing something to you, pay attention to those signs. Don't just do what anyone tells you to do before praying on it and having your own conviction about it and making sure that it's coming directly from God. He really wants you to have a personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Like I really feel in my heart like he's just telling us, you guys have strayed away way too far. You're being lukewarm you're not yeah. seeking my face and it's Don't not to be it. mean or rude but it's to be a wake-up call for you right now god is telling you he wants you to seek his face he yes. wants you to reach out to him he he wants to be there to take those burdens and make you know and, and take care of it like he doesn't want you to have to deal with all these things alone especially mental mental things you may be going through physical hardships, whatever it is that you're going through, financial, God is there for a reason. And he doesn't want you to feel like you're stuck, like you can't go anywhere, like you can't, like you can't change, like things can't get better because they can. But he doesn't want you to do it on your own. He wants you to do it with him. Yeah, there's one last thing that I wanted to add. 
um, that came to mind is, you know, sometimes um, it could be related to mental health, right? Mm -hmm. It could be related to mental health, illness, um, which I totally normalize as a social worker, you know, as a therapist and as a client myself. So um, if you think, for example, if you have a hard time, you know, with impulses and controlling you know, talking about self-control when it comes mm -hmm. to lust, right? And things like that. Or you think you may have an addiction or anything like that, like seek out help. You know, I believe that, yes, we have Jesus and the Holy Spirit and we have our Heavenly Father. But I believe, again, like I said before, um, and I think a previous episode, that God chose certain people mm -hmm. to place on earth to help others in need. You know, and I understand that we were saying last last episode, like biologically, um, we're made to to feel this attraction and all these feelings and all of this, but we have to learn how to draw where to draw the line. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, okay, you feel attracted to this person and everything, but pray about it. Walk away. Just walk away and pray. Pray about everything before you do anything before you leave your house, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, pray. That's pretty much all we wanted to say. Mm -hmm. We're just coming back from, you know, the previous episode and we're trying to build up. But if, again, if one thing, there's one thing you can take away is seek the Lord and don't mm -hmm. be afraid to seek counseling. Yep. It's healthy. Yep. So. Amen. And we also <laughs> want to share some good news. So we have uh, new shirts. Yes. Um, little shorts. And then you can see it. All things, all things purity. purity. And then the back. And the back. It says pure life. Hashtag pure life. <laughs> That's cute. They're so cute. So let us so know, cute. guys, if you would be interested in supporting us if we were to come out with some merch. Yes. We're just excited to continue on this journey with you guys. And we appreciate any feedback you may have for us. Please feel free to mm -hmm. email us, send us messages on our social medias, whatever, however you feel comfortable. We love to have the conversation with you guys. And thank you for all the positive feedback and just, you know, all the support that we've had so far. We're very happy to know that we're pleasing God and we're helping mm -hmm. others. Amen. Amen. So we love you guys so much. And again, this is All Things Purity. We love you guys from the Dynamic, Dynamic Duo. Duo. Bye, guys. Bye.